Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Intergalactic Interviews, episode 161. I'm Guy David McDonald. Uh, I'm here with uh, C-Mart behind the board. Say hi, C-Mart. Hey, C-Mart. Didn't even do it properly. Uh, you're good. We're, <laughs> we're here with uh, Ben Von W from uh, ATD, a total disappointment, a Vancouver band here in town. Uh, he is the uh, Mike Gobbler. Oh my God. That's what it says on Facebook, I think. Uh, we brought him in to, uh, to talk about a little bit of his history and uh, what he's doing out here uh, in Vancouverland. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm doing great, man. Right yeah, on. it's fantastic to be here. Thanks for having me. Right on. Thanks for coming. Of course. Uh, I don't know much about you. I've only known you for a short amount of time, and uh, I don't know much about your history. You wanna you wanna tell us where you grew up and uh, and how you got into what you do? Sure, man. Um, so I was born in England. Lived there until I was I don't know like eight or something. Moved, really moved to. So there is an accent. I wasn't. I was curious a tiny tiny bit, and I was wondering, I'm like, no, he's probably just from here. Yeah, no, I haven't been told i've got an accent but i mean i was like i said i was like eight it was like you know yeah. the 80s i thought you were lying when you, you said you were born in england <laughs> <laughs> nope. really yeah what an just opens with caught a, me off guard opens like, with what? a bald face wow. lie i should have <laughs> that would have been, would have been wise so you're born in england born in england yeah wow. uh moved to yeah moved to calgary in the you know in the 80s um late 80s and then uh yeah, grew up in Okotoks, Alberta, just mm-hmm. south of Calgary. Um, started my first band when I was 17, I think, with some fellow Okotokians, and uh, the band was called Genghis Bong. Nice. <laughs> and it was... You guys uh, smoke clear intentions. Oh, yeah, we had, uh, we had a good agenda. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was like a metal punk hybrid thing. Um, we had two singers, and uh, we had a metal guitar player, a metal singer, metal kind of punk bass player, punk drummer, and a punk singer. Mm. So it was kind of like a bit of a hybrid, and then System of a Down came out right around the same time, so it was kind of in the same genre as that, I'd say, maybe. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, uh, did that for a while, and then uh, started a punk band called the Tourette's out of Calgary. Um, that Were was, you still living in Okotoks when that happened, or you actually relocated at some point? No, I moved to Calgary when uh, the Tourette started, um, and we played for a while, man. We were probably a band for a good decade, I'd say. Um, some of the members <clears throat> ran a pub bar in, in Calgary, so they put on good shows, so we always got the sweet opening slots for all the big bands, you know, like the SNFUs and DOAs and you know, Mackenzie's and all that shit. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then I uh, moved out to Vancouver about eight, seven or eight years ago. My wife <clears throat> was coming out to take a photography course, and that was a year long, and the whole plan was just to come out for the year and move back. But, uh, you know, fell in love with Vancouver and the weather and, you know, had a lot of friends here already and made a lot more. So eight years later, we're still here. Started a new band. ATD. ATD. And that seems to be going pretty well. Absolutely. That's right. Uh, you're also going to school. You got the uh, uh, higher education uh, road <clears throat> that you're going down. That's right. Yeah, I'm just uh, 
on the ass end of my fourth and final year of school at BCIT. Um, and yeah, a couple months from now, I'll have my uh, Bachelor of Science degree in geomatic technology. We won't bother getting into what that's all about. <laughs> got into that I earlier. don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. But, uh, I actually kind of think it's pretty badass. That's the higher learning that I was talking that's about. That's the yeah. higher learning, yeah. yeah I got, got a couple exams tomorrow, actually. So nice. Uh, it's kill coming, it coming to an end. Yeah, which is good. You're focused on it and, and doing well? Uh, as well as I can and focused as possible. It's, uh, it's a long fucking push. Right on. It's a lot of work. It took me off, caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it to be that much work. Right on. But, uh, yeah. Uh, tell yeah, me no. more about uh, ATD. Was it something that came together when you, <clears throat> when you came out here? Or did you have the idea to do this when, uh, when you came this way? No. So, like I said, we were just going to come out for the year. <clears throat> and the Tourette's hadn't really officially broken up. In fact, we did a show out here with Spree Killers, which I think you were probably a part of. Pat's Bub, I believe. Funkies, I think it was. Funkies, maybe? Yeah. Not Pat's? No, I think it was Funkies. I think we did a double header. We did Funkies and then the Iron Roads after oh, yeah. hours thing. Um, so, and yeah, allegedly. so the, What's that? Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly, we were there. It's a little bit foggy, but yeah. So, um, the plan was to move back to Calgary after the year was up and, you know, see what happened with the band. But, um, you know, circumstantial stuff with the band kind of fell apart anyway. So, when we decided to stay, um, I played in another band actually in Calgary called uh, the Primitive Screwheads, um, and one of the members from that band had moved out to Vancouver a year or two before we had. So had a friend out here, guitar player Joe, um, you know, and we were like, "Fuck, let's just start a band," uh, you know, old school kind of punk band, and uh, we had another friend Dave who is also a Calgary guy. Um, and he's a fabulous... He's living out in Regina or something now, isn't he? He's, no, he's here. He's here. He's from okay. Regina or yeah. fucking somewhere in Saskatchewan oh, maybe or in just Winnipeg visiting. or something. Yeah. yeah. There's no other city in Saskatchewan, I'm pretty sure. Sorry. I couldn't find Regina Irvine in your contact. <laughs> <laughs> Regina Irvine. Uh, nice. Put that over here. <laughs> that was pretty... That actually kind of got picked up on the mic. That's sweet. I like that. Sorry about that. Siri jumps in. Creepy. Turn off your Would that be weird phone. to interview Siri for the podcast? Anyway. She's just interjecting. I, yeah. I can't figure out what you're talking yeah. about. She Siri, says. I'm asking you a question. I wasn't talking to you, Siri. Regina Falange. Um, so, yeah. So, Dave um, was out here already. So, we, you know, got him on board. Um, we just needed to find a drummer. And uh, I was doing a tour with the McKenzie's <clears throat> and... I think it was in Vancouver, the last show of the leg that I was doing with them, driving for them. Um, and I was wearing my Dreadnoughts t-shirt, and this fucking scrubby-looking dude comes up, and he's like, nice shirt. And uh, it was Marco from the Dreadnoughts, and I asked him, you know, what are you, what are you doing these days? He's like, oh, you know, not much. Dreadnoughts is kind of real sort of spreading it out pretty between, thin. Between runs, yeah. He's like, so I'm kind of looking for something to do. And I was like, well, fucking perfect, man. We are looking for a drummer. And, we, you know, we want to play punk music. And he's like, if I can play as fast as I want, I'm happy. And we're like, done. <laughs> Classic <laughs> drummer request. That's what he wants. Yeah, so, so we started jamming. And, uh, you know, put, a, put an EP out before it even played a show. Um, launched the Facebook page and pretty well received right away. And 
Um, had to had to actually write a bunch more songs to actually be able to start playing shows. Um, and then yeah, kind of nice took to have off. those ins with some established acts. You know, being able to uh, well, I drove I drove for you guys a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, dreadnoughts and ATD on yeah. some island dates, and that man, it just fun. makes sense. It just yeah. makes sense to uh, to have an established act like that with uh, with uh, uh, members that are in uh, the opening act and and the headlining act. Uh, it's mm-hmm. totally makes sense. Yeah, and it makes it easy. Mm-hmm. We've done a bunch of shows with the dreadnoughts, um, obviously. Um, uh, again, knowing people is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So our first show as a band was sold out rickshaw show with the Mackenzies. That's fine. That's you know, a talk about fucking. Venue. Yeah, and I mean, like for a first gig, man, like yeah. can't ask for anything better no. than that. I mean, you could, yeah. but you shouldn't. Um, so <laughs> we're definitely very fortunate, and we, you know, we appreciate how lucky we are with the people we know, and you know the opportunities we've been given. Absolutely. But we like to think that that'll only take you so far. You kind of have to be a little okay to keep it trucking i guess you're also very entertaining yeah well very entertaining we like to have fun i've never seen a total disappointment show what's the uh the thing is there just fun yeah okay yeah aggressive (laughs) is that a thing okay it's pretty aggressive we try our hardest not to get too drunk hard hard charging oh okay for sure what's with that rips can we talk about the name ATD. Yes. I, like, it seems like, I don't know, maybe it's just you, but why are you part of bands that are just like some of the nature? <laughs> the Tourette's, a got, total like, disappointment, yeah. the screwheads. Well, screw like, yeah. like, well, are you pushing the names? No, I actually, I actually didn't come up with any of the names for any of my okay. bands. Because I love them all, by the way. I'm just wondering yeah, if... I, I feel like you got to have something a little not too serious. Sure, you know yeah. I mean? okay. um, a total disappointment, I think... Um, our friend Boone, who plays in the Ancients, totally. I think he Juno nominated have... this year. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Again, right? Yeah. Wow. So I think he coined the the name for us, as far as I know. It sounds like a drunken decision. Probably. You're just like, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a total, a total disappointment. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be funny, guys? You're like, fuck yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I um, like it though. That's sweet. The Primitive Screwheads in Calgary, that was, uh, we basically just did all of our songs were sort of words, lyrics, I guess you could say, out of fucking Army of Darkness movies or <laughs> or just whatever, like, okay. 80s sci-fi horror I love shit. It. I love it. Weird. It was a bit of a, it was like a side band fun thing. I was drumming. I'd never drummed before in my life. Are there life. any recordings out there of that stuff? Yeah, there should Online? be on, on Bandcamp, probably. or um, Primitive Screwheads on Bandcamp. Maybe Facebook. Maybe. Might be, it's been a while since I've checked, but there there might be some on Bandcamp. There might be some on. Uh, there's probably a Facebook page, Lingrid. Maybe still, I can find out. I nice. guess people will search. I guarantee you, they're they're searching it right now. Right now, they're we are live. To you talk. But... <laughs> That's awesome. Hmm. What was that first band though? Genghis Bong. Yeah. Genghis Bong. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not going to find any. Are you involved in that You're not going to find any of that? You're not going to find Were any of that. Are you involved in that's that name? Lost. Um, I don't know, man. We smoked a lot of weed <laughs> yeah. back in those days. Weird. That's weird. <laughs> um, so I'm not really sure who came up with that one. I, you know, I'll take the credit. Yeah, fuck it. Came up with that one. Uh, if you ever want to resurrect that act, I'm, I'd be willing to throw down some bass on it. All right, man. Let me know. All right. Um, yeah, you definitely won't find any of that shit. There was, uh, that was, you know... Fucking late 90s, I think we started that. Maybe even. Primitive Screwheads is on Bandcamp. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, there you go. 
looking at it right now. <laughs> Swallow this. Really? That's what really? it says right here. <laughs> Can, it uh, is. It's right there. Yeah. Primitive screw heads. I assume this that is That can't thing. be. I don't think that's us. Did you have no? a... <laughs> There's another primitive... Hold that That's not you whoa, on the whoa, album whoa. cover? Well, I mean... I don't... No, and it's not us, man. Weird. Wow. Okay, There's I'll actually, look into this a bit more. We're going to have to do some research to see what uh, anyway. went down here. I might have to get some uh, get some money out Royalties. of this. Royalties? <laughs> yeah. That's unusual. There's another band out there called Primitive Screwheads. That's so strange. Oh, there's primitive screwheads and primitive screwheads. Oh, official. that's got to be you guys. That's us. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I got I got that fucking tattoo on my arm. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> nice. That's, that's so weird one, yeah. that there'd be another one. What's that? Anyway, we'll t- it looks like anyway. a, it looks like a drum kit skull. Yeah, it was a crossbones drum kit. It was skull. A, it was a quick doodle, it's and amazing. we all decided we'd like get it. the tattoo. It's pretty sweet, actually. And I, I believe I'm the only fucking idiot who got it. <laughs> <laughs> it was all decided. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Everyone saw mine. We're like, oh fuck that. <laughs> Chicken scratch. Nice. That's sweet. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what do you guys have planned? What is what's ATD got on the horizon? Um, so next, coming out? we've got an EP split coming out with, um, The Core, another Vancouver band. Of course. Um, Friends of the show. Of course, of Dan show. Garrison. Yeah, yep. he's actually our newest official oh, member. Oh, yeah. wow. So we can go... That, for some reason, that keeps on slipping my mind. When we were at the, uh, the Savoy the other night for that show, Dan Garrison comes up, he's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, oh, if I knew you'd been here, I'd have baked you a cake. And he was like, <laughs> I'm playing in ATD. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Right, so, I literally drove you across the island to play in that band, and with us, for right. some reason so, I just forget. So that weekend was um, our first two shows with Dan, yeah. um, and we kind of had him under the pretense that he was just filling in for these shows, right? And we'd kind of, you know, they, we, these shows were already booked before, you know, our, our last guy got fired and quit. Do we want to talk about that? Do we, we want to talk about that? We can talk about that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so we, we lost our guitar player, Kevin. Fabulous guy. Um, you know, different kind of direction for him, you know? Like, he's more of a rock kind of stoner, rock, rock and roller. Um, great guy, great musician. Um, wasn't having much... Um, I don't want to say he wasn't having fun, but he wasn't really feeling it. He was, you know, had his head somewhere else. Like, we all do this for the love of the music, right? So if you're not playing music, you love. Yeah, fair enough. So we fired him. <laughs> No, he. We, it was a ceremony. It, no, we left yeah. on good terms. You know, it was it was all good. Um, but we had those shows booked, so we got. Uh, you know, I called my friend Troy. It's kind of stressed out with that, and I had exams and shit. So Troy's like, "Ask Dan. He'll do it. He's fucking professional. He'll have the songs down in a day." You know. <clears throat> so we did. Dan jumped on the chance and uh, shows up with that gold top Gibson that and beautiful just fucking guitar. Yeah. So destroys. yeah. So went out and played uh, uh, Cumberland. And after that show, first show, we were like, you know, we know he's a busy guy, plays in the Real Mackenzies, plays in the core, he's a busy as fuck, but we just gelled so well, you know, we had so much fun, he's such a fun guy, um, <clears throat> and you know, we just decided kind of right there, like, if you want to be our full-time, we'll work around your schedule, obviously, if there's shows we can't pass up, we'll just attack him as a four-piece like we originally were, but... Uh, you know, finding somebody else who could fit with us as well as that would be tough. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So we just said, you know, if you want it, man, we're in. And, and he jumped on it. So 
So we're stoked for that. So yeah, so his other band, The Core, we've got a split coming out with them. <clears throat> and if all went well, Marco should have had that submitted probably today, hopefully. I believe in Marco. Uh... <laughs> he is? I have not. I don't know this person. I'm just blind faith. Oh, he's Swiss. Oh, okay. He's Swiss. Okay. Um, right. But yeah, so we got all. Is that got, what that accent is? Yeah, I thought that he was from Montreal. Or I thought he was from Montreal. <laughs> well, the dreadnoughts called him the Swedish bastard, oh, okay. which is confusing for people. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so we got uh, got the music all done. It's just a four song split. Got the artwork all done, so that should be hopefully ready for St. Paddy's Day. That's our next show, the Marco Fest extravaganza. That's with the Dreadnoughts at the uh, rickshaw. At the rickshaw, right. that's right. So it's a double double night. Friday night is like uh, Anteater, Russian Tim, and the Pavel Bures, oh. who I love. Um, I believe it's Pavel Bures. Bures. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else is on there? Dagger Mouse on that night. Uh, Paddywagon. Did you say Paddywagon? No. No. No, that's not. No, I didn't say it. I, it could oh. be. There's a few. There's quite a few. Yeah. I think it's like five or six each totally, night, yeah. right? And then Dreadnoughts are headlining both nights. Totally. Um, night we're on is... Um, fuck. Slip-ons, maybe? <laughs> um, can't remember who else, but then us. Bishop's Green. Oh, who yeah. I've been wanting to play with for a while. My nice. my friend Morgan plays with them now, and major stoked. Uh, major nice. things happening for them. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're exploding, um, and I couldn't be happier to play with them. And then Dreadnoughts again, of course. And um, every time we play with them at the rickshaw, it's pretty pretty well attended. So that should be fun. I think that's happening during the Mackenzie's tour. Is is Dan? Dan won't be with us. Dan's going to be no. with Mackenzie. I'll yeah. be with them. I that's think it, right. I, I'm pretty sure it happens the same same night we're in Calgary. That's right. They do Calgary every year, yeah. Reli- religiously. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, that's the next one we've got coming up. And then I think we're going to start working on uh, getting a full length together. We've got a lot of EPs on Bandcamp. Um, we've got a lot of um, unfinished we, material. Which we've we spoken about this on, uh, on past shows where uh, just the way... Uh, materials released th- these days, it's tough to put out a, a whole album. I don't yeah. see me. And everyone seems to be putting out these EPs or or uh, solo songs. Like, you know, you go singles, on, yeah. on Spotify or whatever. Singles, it's yeah, all yeah. singles. Singles all day. Singles all day. Yeah. Uh, when you get down to like the, the, the punk bands and all that, we're all releasing EPs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, man, I've been in school for the last four years. So I've been pretty... Fucking buried in that. Yeah. Um, fortunately, the band's been really good with giving me my time and you know whatnot. So um, haven't had much time to you know work on um, songs and recording and. You know. Do you all write, uh, or is it kind of a? Yeah, let's talk about your writing process for ATD. Okay, so it's been a while, but typically it would just be me and Joe having some drinks and getting a little loose in his kitchen. Um, he'll have a riff. Maybe. Um, acoustic or electric? Um, we'll usually play on his electric, yeah. but um, yeah, just him and me, and um, either I'll have a sort of a riff and a melody in mind, or he will, um, and then we'll sit down together, just the two of us, and kind of put them together. Just like, you know, the roots of it anyways, you know, verse, chorus, kind of whatever. Absolutely. Um, establish some lyrics, um, <clears throat> and then take it to the band, and then just kind of build it from there, polish it, kind of 
you know, they obviously, you know, we got good musicians, so they, you know, want to have a say. We want them to have a say as well, so put the songs together. That's how you keep everyone happy. That's right. And this is, the, I've never written like this before in, in any other bands. It's usually like guitar player has a riff, drummer has his thing, you know, it's not like a uni, unified thing, you know, everybody just kind of puts their piece on and it just kind of is what it is. Mm -hmm. There's no real, you know, craftsmanship. Like, well, I guess there is an element, obviously there's got to be, but this is, this is the first band I've written in this fashion and it seems to be working well. I'm, you know, I'm happy with the results and it's not, uh, the lyrics are a lot sort of more thought out, a little more relevant and important. My last band, the Tourette's was great, but it was all just like tits and fart jokes pretty totally. much. You know what I mean? Like you're, the hey, you're, you're maturing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mature. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's how that goes down. Um, but yeah, so, um, we're hoping to jump on the road with the McKenzie's next year. So for that, we want to make sure we get a full length together. So we could, we've got a bunch of... Would that of be for the, the Canada West Coast Western thing that they do Canadian, every, every spring? Yeah, the, that's the right, yeah. Patty's, Patty's Day run. That's right, yeah. We're in early sort of talks with that, yeah. but, uh, you know, we're jazzed to get on that if uh, if that can go down. Oh, you guys would fit in great. <clears throat> yeah, move it a little bit closer. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, they're, they're you know, all our buddies and... Um, my wife does photo shoots for him all the time and stuff, so we're pretty close to those guys. So it'd be it'd be a fucking blast. Um, but yeah, we'd like to have a full length together for then. <clears throat> We've probably got you know half a dozen songs that uh, have not been finished or recorded. Um, we've also got you know four EPs I think that are on Bandcamp but haven't really been. We've only got one pressed and released. Like, really? Like physical record. So we could potentially just kind of box remaster set. and mix. Yeah, box set. Box set. Okay. Best of. First full length, greatest hit. Do you find, um, <laughs> like for merch and stuff, do you find like you sell more, like is physical, are physical copies kind of relevant to your like financial kind of thing? Or is like... I think shirts? what he's saying is, are you making any money? <laughs> No, no, no. I just mean like, I mean like, you know, regardless if you're making money, I mean, are you selling through your physical physical copies, or records, are you selling yeah. more ancillary stuff like shirts and shit like that? We sort of sell a bit of everything. Like we've never really had a huge merch sure. run, anyways. Yeah. Like we're still a pretty new band, right? So um, we've had a couple of runs of shirts and some patches and buttons and stickers and shit. But we've got. Uh, we, we sell the shirts, we sell the records, they all seem to go. For the first bunch of, uh... Yeah, look at that. G-Tone's got to go back. The, uh, oh, he's got the, you got the prime spot on the back, I, I hey? I love that you have this recurring theme of the multiple-eyed, uh... Is that a thing? Uh, that's, that's, the bunk, that's the bunk monk. Bunk monk. Yeah. <laughs> the bunk monk. What? Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you a story about the bunk monk. <laughs> me, and, uh, me and my wife went traveling in, uh, in Asia and... Um, you got some fans uh, back there. Australia and shit. <laughs> who, who is that guy? <laughs> who is that guy? Who are you? So for uh, audio-only people, there's some girls outside that are very interested in this. Anyway. Um, where was I? Uh, Bunk Monk. Oh, yeah. So, so traveling around uh, Asia with, with my wife, and we were in Bangkok. She's Irish. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nice. Your fans. Yeah. yeah. They look like ATD fans for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Um, so yeah, so we were in, in Bangkok and there was a thing on the news going around about this dude. Like obviously in Thailand, <clears throat> you know, the monks are, you know, you know, yeah. highly looked upon and yeah. they, they line up Buddhist, in the morning and monks. yeah, the, the Buddhists, they line up in the morning and they get, uh, they go out on the street and they get given money and food and, and, and whatnot. Right. So there was this one dude who got caught dressing up like a monk, going out and getting money and food in the morning and he would go home and fucking put on his coveralls and go off to work mm-hmm. building houses right. or whatever, oh, right? Like breakfast, quick breakfast. Yeah, so like he got pinched, sacrilegious as fuck over there, so mm-hmm. that was a pretty big deal. So I was like, you know, bunk monk from Bangkok, so it <laughs> turned into one of our songs um, and we ended up, our second EP I think is called Bunk Monk and we got a guy named Burrito Breath from, we found on Instagram, he's a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty cool artist he did our first ep cover which is uh kill your selfie it's a uh it's like the instagram logo shooting itself in the head so he did that one for free um <laughs> so we went back and we got him to do the bunk monk and that's been sort of like a theme for our I, I he's kind of our sunglasses on and uh, yeah. a bit of a mascot no, no sunglasses some, some like yeah. Uh, yeah headphones smoking drinking yeah, total yeah. running theme i love it yeah he's kind of our I mascot i guess you know, you know what i love about it when you try and look it in the face, you can't focus on any part of the face because it's got multiple eyes. The four eyes. Yeah. There's, I think there's something, uh, there's something really weird oh, about weird. that. It is really hard, you man. Know, you, you can't focus in on the face because it's got too many eyes. And I think we're used to looking at just two eyes. Yeah. If there's more, too many eyes, yeah. you can't. Too many eyes is you an can't odd. Lock in. Yeah, a right. buddy of mine. Literally, your, your, your body can't lock in. It's just a big fuzz. Yeah. A buddy of mine in Calgary did a. Uh, portrait tattoo of Steve Buscemi with okay, four yeah, eyes. Yeah, I think I saw the poster. And, you, and it was such a fucking mind fuck looking at that thing, man. You like, can't, can't grasp it. It's strange. It's a cool illusion. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, what is the, uh, what's, there's that one, uh, yeah, sure, thank you. There's um, that one, like, I think it's like a Trump image or whatever, but they replace, like anytime you replace someone's eyes with their mouth, yeah, and you have their mouth oh, and their yeah, eyes yeah, doing yeah, the same thing. Totally. It's always a fucking. Creepy, uh, it's just so trippy. Like creepy like, as could be. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Eyes are. It's weird that they're important. Like eyes it makes are totally sense. important. I mean, obviously they're important, but like it makes sense <laughs> that like humans aren't accustomed to like things that fuck with eyes. Yeah, like artistically, you're just like, Ugh. yeah, it's like something disconcerting about it. Yeah, it's neat. Absolutely. Very anyway. Neat. Very cool neat. story, me. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting, man. It's yeah. <laughs> fucking interesting. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to the uh, the question <clears throat> that everyone wants to know. Steve Pearson from You Big Idiot posed it earlier. He wants to know: <sighs> Do you practice your stage faces? <laughs> and if so, which one is your favorite? Oh, Jesus Christ, Steve. Well. <laughs> well, I can't say I do practice my stage faces. I would have thought that was pretty apparent. <laughs> Most of the photos I've seen of our shows are Can we see an unpracticed stage face. face? Yeah, no, I have, I have no idea. <laughs> not only do I not practice, half the time I don't even really know what, what I'm doing up there. You know what I mean? I just kind of show mode and go for it. But yeah, pouring no, it out. Pouring it out. But yeah, I definitely don't practice my stage faces. And until a little while ago, I didn't even know I had stage faces until someone told me you got a lot of stage faces. A thousand stage faces. <laughs> got a thousand expressions. I was like, oh. I would say it's kind the of emotions, emotions that your heart 
Yeah. Expresses. Yeah. I across really passionate your about when you're this bunk it. monk, right? What the fuck is <laughs> the this bunk guy monk. thing? That's right. So, yeah, I don't know, man. And also, I'm not doing anything on stage. I've got the easiest job of just being the singer. So I got to do something. Got to oh, put yeah, on a yeah, show. Got to entertain. Yeah. Have fun, right? I'm not just going to stand there like a knob. <laughs> Make goofy faces. <laughs> I don't fuck it up. But thanks for the question, Steve. Thanks Appreciate for the question, that, Steve. Everyone, look up you big idiot and yeah. uh, check out that stuff. Waiting for them yeah, to drop their new the, videos. The you big idiot is actually kind of hidden by your mic. But yeah, there it is. They're they're, so they're good. good buddies of ours, they're man. So they're they're a great band. They've done a they've episode been on there. Oh yeah, absolutely. they've been on here. Yeah. What? Well, did, they always do the costume of, thing. What did they come on as? Uh, oh, fuck. What did they... Did they come on as Guy Fieri? Oh, they were all Guy Fieri. I, I, think, I think so. I think... I can't <laughs> they remember. They were totally... I think so. All different Guy Fieri. <laughs> Honestly, I've never gone from zero... Like, not knowing a band to immediate forever fan faster yeah. than You Big Idiot. Yeah. Like, I was fabulous. at one of the um, uh, Rocket from Russia shows, and I was like, yeah, I'll stick around. I'll obviously, stick around. Listen, everybody, and it was awesome. But then, you big idiot takes the stage. I think they're all cows. Is that the home improvement. No, oh, they were the cows. I think they were maybe they were home improvement. Like anyway, I can't remember. But like, fuck. I was at the immediately. Home I was like, was you guys are yeah, too they're, much. They're like, great. This how the ownership of it. Oh yeah, not dude. just like oh we're dressed up. No, no, no. The whole set. Yeah, the dude, whole the totally. banter, the whole theme, everything. everything. It's like it's a performance. Yeah, it's a one-off performance, and they fucking nail it every time. Like it, it's like I don't know how how much they practice or rehearse. I that, think a lot, but I think that having... I think they're just naturally <laughs> natural actors. From the, you know from what I mean? the intro music that they walk yeah. up on stage yeah. to, oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. the the introduction to everyone on stage yeah. to to like they they write a song that oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's ridiculous what no. they do. I never gone like I said from like, hey, who are you? Oh, forever fan. Yeah, yeah. Like always, if if there's an opportunity to see them, and and it makes sense to like go or whatever, definitely gotta go. Yeah, totally. yeah. yeah. First time I saw them, I was hooked. They're, they're great, man. <laughs> yeah. And the music's fabulous too. Oh, you know, and like, they're I'm, I'm a big No Effects fan. Oh, okay, you know, yeah. so they're obviously heavily influenced. Nineties, nineties No Effects. Uh, I love it. Nineties No Effects. Great yeah. writing. Uh, always entertaining. Yeah. And they never have a bad show. Those guys just seem... They must practice all the fucking time. They're great. Yeah. Or it Good just stuff. comes natural. I don't know. Maybe that, just, uh, that home improvement show they did. The home improvement show was seen, awesome. You must I think have seen I've me seen watch that one. Their, that one song of theirs. That was, it was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like the last... Uh, one of the last shows at the... Uh, Media Club. Media Club. It was yeah. the first oh, night nice. of the, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, the yeah. two nights. We played the second night. But that first night, they asked me to come uh, sing Concrete Slippers with them. So... You know, I was stoked. It's definitely my favorite song of theirs. It's nice and short, to the point. Um, <clears throat> so I was, you know, just practice in the shower. I didn't actually even practice with them. Get up on stage, and they're, like, last on. So I'm kind of, you know, half in the bag. And they take Allegedly. off on this song twice the fucking speed of the record. <laughs> so I'm like, ah! Trying to keep up. And I'm Way like, behind. Fuck, like, this is a, already a 45-second song. And I think they chopped it down to 20, and I was still on the first verse, and they finished the song. I'm like, right. what the fuck? God damn it. Sorry about that. That's funny. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, I think the last, uh, last time I saw them was at the Rocket from Russia thing at the Cobalt a couple weeks ago. They played with the core and, oh, and, nice. and a couple other bands. Us. but. They, oh, ATD was playing that night. Yeah. Absolutely. I drove you guys down there. Yep. And yep. that was the, their first show as a five-piece, 
with a, with, with a new Mr. Danny Garrison of uh, El- uh, Ellesmere. My Z- Kurt. no, so <laughs> Garrison, Jesus Christ, Kurt. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah, I ran into Danny him. Garrison. I ran into him last night at uh, Gogo Bordello. Yeah, he's a great fit. Kurt's, he killed it. Kurt's nice. one of my my favorite people on the face of the planet. Nice him man, and, yeah. him and Jackie. Best. Yeah. Don't best. don't know him very well at all, but uh, seems like a good dude and perfect fit for that for you, big idiot. Kurt's amazing. Yeah, I keep on bringing it up, but I'm in Ellesmere with him. Yeah, uh, we've got and Morgan members. Morgan from yeah. Bishop Screen is uh, is an Ellesmere member, but uh, he's all he's all over the world, and we're just kind of yeah That's limbo. What happens, I we're guess. just in limbo, trying to keep what up. a project. What a project! I wish we could do something with it, but uh, it is what it is for now. For now, yeah. anyway. My friend uh, from Calgary, um, the guy I started the, one of the guys I started the Tourette's with, uh, Phil Schumacher. He was, uh, you know raving about Ellesmere before I had even ever seen you guys or met any of you. Um, he played in a band called Torches to Triggers. Totally. Um, he's affiliated Edmonton? with Attack Records. Calgary? Calgary. Um, Alberta, for sure. And he does PS Entertainment. He, he, yeah, he's, mm. he's like one of the most professional promoter dudes I've ever you know, had the privilege of knowing. And it's intense, actually, kind of just talking to him even. You know, he's just got it so, so much together. But anyway, yeah, good nice. people, good people. Big yeah. fan of Ellesmere anyways, he was, so. I feel like there's really uh, <clears throat> a strong community in Vancouver. I don't know if it extends beyond wherever, but it seems like, you know, we've had a lot of people on the show to seem like it's kind of connected, and it seems like there's... Tons of support. The, yeah, uh, yeah. The punk scene. Like, it seems really, it seems like a time when, like, you know, there's various... You know, Vancouver has a strong history in punk and like this music in general. But then, like this feels like a bit of a time when there is this, there's people that want to see some right. rad music. It takes strong promoters, yep. to step up and bring the right acts together. It takes the right venues to allow be available uh, these promoters yep. to bring these acts into these venues. And then it's the acts that are brought into these venues by those mm. promoters that play together and recognize. Mm-hmm. It's like. Well, hey, right. you, you and your 25 people that come to your show, yeah. and us I and see. our 25 people that, that come to our show, yeah. if we get together, 50, we, we yeah. end up with, a, with 50 at the show. If That's we had right. two more bands like that, yeah. we end up with a, a 100 plus at, at a bar. show, and it turns into yeah. an amazing night. Mm-hmm. And it's guys like, uh, it's guys like <clears throat> Russian Tim that totally yeah. What a fucking But it just gem. feels, yeah, Russian Tim what is a, a fucking beauty. Is a, what a beauty. Best. <clears throat> but it, it just feels like one of those. It feels like that's happening. Totally. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, think awesome. uh, I fully agree. Even uh, cross-promoting with promoters, not, not just a promoter seeing other bands and bringing them in, but now uh, Russian Tim's working with like Seamus, Seamus from Not Your not Buddy. Not Your Buddy, that's right. Yeah. Not Your Buddy's been, been building their, their brand for, I think he started the year after I got here, so maybe six and a half years, something like that. Yeah. Uh, to see Russian Tim and Seamus working on shows together, mm-hmm. that, that's a beautiful thing. Great idea, Because yeah. they're both working for the same cause. They're, Absolutely. They're both uh, promoting the same... Well, some of the some of the same acts, yeah. but if they can totally cross uh, cross contaminate cross contamination cross contaminate those uh, those acts <laughs> yeah, cross pollinate probably is more pollinate. open cross pollinate more open mind like a little bit more positive but hey, it's still punk rock man <laughs> yeah, no, no it's contaminated fuck that not pollinate contaminated um, but no I, def- I don't know it just seems like one of those things where like like the Rock and Rush show is obviously wonderful but like it's it. it it's like I want to invite 
anyone who I don't even know, I'm like, you should go to a Rocket from Russia show, mm-hmm. like one of those big showcases, because I'm like, yeah. I guarantee you, you're going to have fun. Yeah. Even if you don't like punk music. <clears throat> yeah. No, like, I've, that's I've, the kind of what I'm talking about. Is like, yeah. so, Tim's, like Tim's got such a strong reach that uh, these Wednesday shows that just wrapped up at mm-hmm. the Cobalt were, okay. were great. Yeah. Well, I don't Very know well anything attended. about that. Uh, right. He did familiar. Punk Rock Wednesdays for Punk Rock Wednesdays every Wednesday for in January. All of, all of, oh, okay. Was it January? All of January, except for the first one, because that was right. like the yeah. second or something. Right. No one likes the first. Four Wednesdays in a row at uh, the Cobalt, and I only got to go to the, sh- the, the last one, mm-hmm. which was ATD uh, Core. You big idiot. You big core, idiot. Was, and... core was the week before, I think. <laughs> oh, Core wasn't there. <clears throat> there was uh, Off by an Inch. Oh, right. Off by oh, an nice. Inch. And... Tim's band, Russian Tim and the Pavel Burris. Pavel Burris. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I know I know what you're saying, man, um, about the community here in Vancouver and the punk scene. It's phenomenal. seems strong. It's, it's cool phenomenal. that the Cobalt's back. It's like, definitely getting stronger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems it's, like it's not so divided. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, it seems like it's not the crest. It's not the yeah. And it's, it's not. And it's like not, the, it's the, not it's, sticky at all, man. Like we yeah. we were accepted into it right away. And like you were saying, man, all the bands you play with, everybody is all supportive of each mm-hmm. other. Everyone's on the same page. There's no fucking negativity and animosity. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the biggest thing, like <clears throat> that, that Rocket from Russia Fest at the media club there, man, like from the first band who was Anteater, I think. Like, Killed it. Fucking unbelievable, dude. They like f- opening the whole festival to a like, you know, packed house. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely fucking Them phenomenal. And anthems. I came, anthems. I, came, yeah, I came away from that festival saying Anteaters, Anteater and Anthems. Yeah, a two-piece Anthems like sound like a nice. full five-piece band. But anyway, the, my point anthems, is like the, the level, the level of um, talent in the yeah. punk scene. Like, I mean, punk scenes. You know, there's always going to be good bands, but there's you know it's punk bands. So sure. there's always going to be some sort of you know just kind of you know hack bands, whatever. No offense to anybody, and I'm not. You know, trying to put myself up, but the level of talent in the punk scene in Vancouver right now is fucking phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. mind blowing. Like you said, man, you go to that that Rocket from Russia festival. Every, there was ten bands, I think, and every single one of them just knocked it right Killers, out. Friday yeah. and a Saturday, yeah, yeah, just knocked it out, man. Like killer, yeah. But that's Russian Tim, and uh, Tim's got kind of this uh, uh, perch that he sits on because he's he's the radio guy, and he's got. This view of all the shows that come into Vancouver, and yeah. he, sees, mm-hmm. he sees what's going on here. He sees what's going on there, and that's when he started bringing, like, like I said, this band with with their twenty people, and this mm-hmm. band with their twenty people. That's that's where the rocket from Russia things came. He was yeah. he was really trying to bring all the little scenes together. Yeah. Well, I'm very, very proud and feel very fortunate to be part of it for sure. Absolutely, it's lovely. That's a lovely feeling. This seems like they're also fun, like live like like <laughs> you have some show faces i have not seen atd so i can't but i so that sounds but it just seems like uh it's worth seeing yeah it's what it always it seems like it comes back to like it's like there's always one thing seeing. to like have you know your releases or whatever but another thing to be like hey you should come see it though. well that's what it's all about you yeah know what i mean and i know that's classic but you know yeah. It's just still special. There's lots of times where, you know, you hear a, hear a record and mm-hmm. you're like, fuck, this is fabulous. You go see the band and you're kind of like, well, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's good, but you're like, oh, I what. kind of... So I think... Yeah. The I think, producer worked hard on this one. That's right. Yeah. But I think like for Or they local, just couldn't replicate 
that particular thing, right? Right. Like some things sound differently. Yeah, I mean, even if they play perfect, you know, if they're not fun to watch, you're still losing half of, like, maybe more, like, the visual aspect of a show is what it's all about. I think that's what a lot lot of local sort of independent bands work hard on that anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's that's all you got. No, it's true. That's what you got to do to get people in. So you got, you big idiot, put on a fucking... (laughs) Cow costume. Put on a fucking... Rock opera every oh, time. That's what I was gonna say. The, last, the last one I idiot. saw them at uh, moving that was the, the at one the Cobalt. They came out and they did The Office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was yeah, so good. Dude. And with uh, with Kurt Anderson now, uh, Steve, the singer, doesn't need to fucking Colin. Uh, or sorry, Colin. Colin doesn't need to uh, to play guitar anymore. Mm. So he's up there doing his. Shtick, full on, <laughs> full on shtick. Unimpeded. He's got his desk Unimpeded. and his office chair and his phone, and he's just fucking yeah. yelling yeah. shit at the new guy. Pouring his beer into his coffee cup. <laughs> no, like, oh, yeah, oh, just ridiculous. God. Just ridiculous. That's <laughs> yeah. so good. They've got a couple videos coming out that I, I, I can't. I hope they fucking put them out. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. You were there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would like to see what they come up with yeah. uh, from from that. They they do a great job of putting all that shit together. I went and did a was part of a video they did um, in the summer at I think it was at the pool the at pool the pool the pool party thing. thing yeah, that, the summer of Shafe or whatever the song's yeah. called. But it was, it was fucking pretty cool, man. They got got a drone camera going, and it was just awesome. It, they just they just have it together, yeah. you know. Yeah, kind of jealous. Yeah, kind of jealous. <laughs> kind of jealous. Classic. Kind of jealous. Yeah, and I mean it happens. I mean, someone's got to be there, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the business aspect of shit. Did these kids grow up in Vancouver? Is that why? They, they saw all these... Uh, I don't know any... I, I wasn't here when, we, when You Big Idiot came on the show. I've got some questions for them. Maybe I'll bring them back in. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, well, they'll be back. They'll be I back. I think we should bring them back in. They'll now they got back. the new guy. They're new Big Idiot. Mm. Oh, Classic. snap. That's some, that's some cross-contamination there for sure. <laughs> Yeah, they're fun, man. They're they're a good time. All right. So uh I think we're coming to the end here. We've we've talked <laughs> it's not uh, a long story. I wanna say we uh we lifted the ban on uh on drinking on the show for this show. <laughs> we we switched the vodka. <laughs> if it seems like we're babbling and rambling no. and talking over each other. But I wanted because... to actually uh mention the um the singles versus albums versus um, EPs depends EPs. on how much material you can really write. Yeah, you know. But I mean, like, as a music, as an artist, what's the value in your mind? Then, like the, like, do you prefer the full length experience, like writing that, or do you just want to get it out there? <laughs> just like, I, I wrote a, we wrote a song. I want people to hear it this is what we did over the past little bit or is it like hey we spent a year writing a fucking journey yeah like a whole thing yeah um well i guess it kind of depends right i mean there's time there's money and there's relevance so you kind of got to be able to balance all that shit out <clears throat> relevance is a big one you don't want to be 
I mean, especially if you're up and coming or trying to establish a name for yourself, you don't want to be putting out a record every four years, right? And if you, material you're not happy with, that's right, or rushing it force, out, forcing a full length over over putting absolutely, yeah, something you're you're content with, absolutely. And I mean, most people in bands, you know, in our scene, that's you know, that's their hobby. They 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 got families and jobs mm-hmm. and shit, you know. So you don't have time to sit down and spend a year writing a fucking album album. Yeah. So. Um, if you have the time, and, and I mean the money too, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's not cheap to go record and then get it pressed and pay for art and all that shit, right? So <clears throat> um, it's, yeah, time versus money and, and relevance. But what feels like, I guess my question you is, wanna stay relevant. what do you like though? Like, do you like <clears throat> the getting stuck in and writing like a full like thing? Thanks, bro. Or, or is it kind of like... I, don't know, I would love saying? to. I mean, I'd love to. If we had the time, I'd love to sit down. And I think um, it, since it's been a while for us writing, I think if we could all, say, take six months off work, mm-hmm. and I think we could fucking hammer out a pretty good full length. We've got a bunch of skeletons of songs mm-hmm. already, um, and we just, ha- we just haven't had the time to put no, in and, and get it done. Um, but is it important an- to... Sorry, like, is it important to have them connected or is it the same like i don't write music but i'm just wondering like if you have a sweet song or two two couple tracks you're like hey that's awesome let's put that out is it really related to the other ones or is it you know what i mean you're like oh we also have this other one and you kind of keep putting them out like the acdc thing where they write albums not songs yeah well it doesn't have to you yeah you can definitely um well, of course, it's not the norm. What I mean is that, like, what feels the best for you? Um, that kind of doesn't really isn't really how we write. When we're arranging an album, mm. that will come into into play, kind of yeah. like the flow and the feel. But we definitely don't write it in that regards. Not 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 yet, anyways. But we haven't done a full length yet either. No, though. fair enough. So um, we you know we we just kind of write about things that we you know that we feel are relevant and are interesting and you know. Why not? And we kind of just hope that it'll all sort of be in the same vein somewhat. Mm-hmm. But uh, for us, I think, and I mean, we haven't done much in the last little fucking while anyway, but um, I think the, the key thing is to just keep filtering out a little bit of material if you can mm-hmm. um, and stay relevant as opposed to waiting a couple, three, four years for a full length because, you know... No one's gonna buy it another, to buy the same EP again. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the thing. I got a couple of points to bring up on this. You can you can set your in, intentions to put out a fucking full length album every year if you want, but that doesn't mean the material is gonna come fast and and swift, and you're gonna be happy with that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of saying we're putting out a, a 12 song album this year. I say, yeah, let's let's go go through the year and the experiences that we have throughout the year will dictate the, the amount of material that we have. Yeah. If you have to force a little bit on the end, that that's not too bad. But if you only have three or four songs and you need a whole album and then you force six songs onto that album of material that you're not invested in, happy with, pumped about all that stuff. I think that's why, I think that's why punk bands and, and solo acts and all, all these, we, we end up coming up with, 
we we would much rather do God, we would much rather do a uh, <laughs> <laughs> we would much rather do uh, a couple of solo songs and release them and and get the adulation from that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the feedback putting we... out a twelve song album and having people just completely disregard ninety nine percent of it That's because right. one one little bit of it might be okay. Yeah. Also, these days with fucking social media and and the internet the way it is and Vine videos kind of just put the nail in the coffin, I think, for that. Like, those eight-second videos, like, people, like, I'm guilty of it, too, you know? If someone posts a video on Facebook and it's more than a couple minutes, chances are I'll be like, oh, I'll watch that later, and I probably won't. Yeah, depends on what the material is. It it obviously depends. Does it keep your attention? Absolutely. That's right. So, unless it's a band that you fucking love already and you're going to put the time in to listen to a full record... There's a good chance people are going to just fucking listen to the first couple, and that will probably be it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying that's a blank as a blanket statement, no, but, but I mean, I think that's it's just fair. the way sh- people's fucking attention spans are these days. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. <clears throat> so maybe. Who well, that's why the way to go. I'm a big uh, the podcast knows, I guess, but like I'm a big fan of singles, allegedly. EPs, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, like I love it. Like I think like that's. You gotta like, stay current. When someone's like, "Oh, an album," That's I'm right. like, "Why you are you doing?" Current. Like, if you're doing an album, I feel like you should have a really, really, really good reason to do it, and not just because we want to do an album. Yeah, like it feels like it should be. Well, that's the thing. Like, how, a, like how, a, how many exciting experiences are you having in your life that can fill a, a fucking yeah. forty-five minutes? I mean, I feel like the album, album is something that like a new, like a band's first thing can do, and they got all their songs and they put it out. And then after that, it's EPs or singles or whatever because, like, you know, you got that big push. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Just... Uh, no, totally. You're on the right track. I've been saying that about bands for years where, uh, uh, like, when they're hungry, when they're hungry and they, they want something, they come up with a strong album. Mm-hmm. And the strong album sells well. All of a sudden, they have money in the bank and they're not mm-hmm. really struggling. The material is way harder to come across. Yeah. But it's, if but you're comfortable and you have nothing to complain though. about... Your music is, is well, it, I'm not going to say it happens all the time, yeah. but uh, a lot of the bands that I grew up fucking uh, uh, admiring fell flat mm-hmm. on later releases. Yeah, the sophomore release. I think it's because they, hit so, hard, they yeah. hit so hard in the beginning that they, they ended up comfortable, too comfortable. Yeah. And if you're too comfortable, what the fuck are you saying? Like, no one wants, no one wants to mm-hmm. hear about but again, you being comfortable. But, but also, that- you've got a seven record contract and you're under the gun you're you've got deadlines so there's there's definitely going to be some shit that's just thrown together to get yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. content Absolutely. up right yeah look at guns and roses fucking chinese democracy how long did that take to get and they had a major meltdown in the fucking in, in the process like what a huge heap of shit that was <laughs> <laughs> fucking 10 years million dollars later yeah <laughs> I mean, there's almost Sorry, like, Joe. Joe's going to be pissed that I said that. There's like something fun about the spectacle of that in itself. But I mean, there's something really no fun one about can the spectacle that. of that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's just hey, like. Axel getting his shit together and going out and fucking uh, belting it out every night again. With Slash on the same stage. Yeah. We, we all said it would never happen. Yeah. I guess the money was good enough, eh? Yeah. Eh? And then he did an ACDC tour too, didn't he? He stepped oh. up with fucking Brian Johnson couldn't. Yeah. Wow. But I do think that, like, in bands in general, like... If you want to make a statement, though, <laughs> it's like, hey, Brian Johnson can't continue his tour. I'm Axl Rose. 
I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I can do it. Yeah. Kinda. I can do that. Probably. And he, I think he did. That's fine. I don't know anything about it, really. Um, but no, I think that, like, the, to me, the creative process is better suited to the EP. Because you make it, you're like, it's, it's kind of like. It's definitely a shorter time frame that you have to look at. Yeah, well, just like, hey, like you were saying, sitting around in the kitchen, writing a track, and you're like, hey, that's fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. No pressure. Like, that's no pressure, pressure yeah. writing. And then it's and you're like, okay, let's do that. Let's take that to the end. Let's finish yeah. that one. Let's do that and you're like, okay, times. yeah. Let's and then it's like, well, I don't have a second one. We'll put it out. But mm-hmm. it's like, well, no, Maybe we got to put it on an album and wait like six months. So that when you say relevance, I think that I think it's also true, it, and it's yeah. relevance to yourself as an artist. That's right, right. Yeah, you put something out, even if it's four or five songs every year, it kind of feels like a bit of an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Keeps you kind of. Yeah. Fucking on your toes. Yeah. Keeps people also like, okay, they put out another EP. These guys are real, really banging it out. Yeah. And even if it's five songs, whatever, yeah. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't mind good. it. I just think having a full length is probably good if you want to go touring, right? That mm. kind of proves that you've put in the work. You yeah, can, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get it done. It's, it's, it's do definitely it. a much more substantial piece of merchandise. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. A full length piece of, piece of vinyl or, uh, or whatever, you can definitely get Beta. more f- for that uh, on the road than... Than a four or five song EP, yeah, for absolutely, sure. absolutely. It's a balancing act. Yeah, man. Fair enough. You know, you d- you don't want to put out terrible product, <laughs> obviously, but you got to be current mm-hmm. and relevant. Yeah, I mean, like I said to I to yourself, this guy's got ball sacks. He's fucking waving ball sacks around out here. Oh, I can't. Dude, that's no, a it's a pocket, pocket pussy. pussy. <laughs> 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 I thought it was a ball sack, but it's a pocket pussy. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, you waved like this. Jesus. You're like this. I was like, I think, I think he's got a fake ball sack. No, nope. <laughs> nope, that's a pocket pussy. Some more ATV fans. It's funny how they become almost indistinguishable when they're moving at a fast rate. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Oh, God. Nice. <laughs> Ridiculous. Right. Oh, we should well, well, derailed this. Should we talk we? about the float house? Let's talk about the float house. Uh, we are sponsored by the float house. We do this podcast here every Monday night. And if you want to better yourself, your mind, your body, float in some uh, your spirit, some salty water. I love it. Well, actually, I can't say I love it. I haven't even tried it yet. I know we both. We both. Maybe we should do it together. Not together. together I, yeah, we should get some uh, adjoining day. rooms. Yeah, yeah. I want to share. I think a, we should do this. I want to share a float wall with you. I would like to share a float wall with you. <laughs> you said you floated. Yeah, he's floated. I've done it once. Yeah. yeah he, he, we haven't done it, and yet we're it was, tell, Yeah, tell us about your float experience. Um. Well, it wasn't, also it wasn't, promote floating. I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Do it in a shiny light. <laughs> well, I went out with my wife for her birthday, I think it was, and we had dinner reservations, and she wanted to try this float house thing. It wasn't here. It was at another one. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not much of like a meditate, meditator. Or meditator. I believe it's like called that. a matador. <laughs> oh, wait. That might be different. <laughs> so I, I honestly got a little bored after about 10 or 15 minutes of the hour that I was in there, and I just ended up fucking... 
splashing around and acting like an idiot. <laughs> like a but, seal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally. totally just like whapping the water. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really hungry. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there, honestly. But, <laughs> but that's not what you're supposed to go for. You want to lose consciousness of your body. Yeah, and I, I don't think you were... I was too In the right mind frame. <laughs> I don't think you were ready. <laughs> wasn't ready. Yeah. It's pretty cool how floatable the salt you are. <laughs> you're almost resting on it. You're yeah, not even... You are. You're just kind of lying on top of it. It's the body a bit of a temperature trip. salt water. Right? Yeah. It's so body temperature That's what no you one, can't even feel I, it. I don't think anyone really uh, uh, explains what it is when you, when you go into one of these tanks. And like you go into one of these tanks and it's full of Epsom salts and uh, other salts and... Water. Water. There's a ridiculous amount of salt and in there. And it's body temperature. So you're basically floating like you're in the ocean. And the, a uh, super ocean. A super ocean. And the, uh, the water is your body temperature. So there's no, there's no difference between like outside and inside. Yeah. You lo- you, if you s- lay perfectly still, and I did for a bit, you definitely can lose sort of sensation of your body. You know, you can't even feel anything. You're floating. Everything's so, like the exact same temperature. Mm-hmm. It's kind of neat. It is pretty neat. Neat experience. Don't know if I'd go for an hour. It's a little long. MD claims unless you're into meditation. But if you're into meditation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can meditation. become one with whatever. It's probably a good place to do that shit. I guess. Yeah, ideal place, really. Ideal. And, but the float house out here is fantastic for that. <laughs> this float house will give you twenty percent off. Your next float. Your next float if you punch in II podcast into that coupon slot. Lowercase I. Lowercase I. Lowercase I. Lowercase I. Podcast. Yeah, not like pirates. II podcast. Anyway. That's not even pirates. That, that's like. That a, is pirates. II. I mean, I, sure. I captain is, right, is like right. straight up uh, sure. Oh, sure. military, naval. Naval. You're right. <laughs> captain. Why is. Uh, why is your belly button called the navel and the military is called the navel? Uh, this is, I don't know. G- this isn't a joke either. Oh, I was like, I was waiting. I was like, I would like to hear the punchline of this. I'm um, asking. Uh, I'll find out for you maybe. <clears throat> Pull it up. Let's take a look. Pull it up. Why, uh, why is the belly button called the navel? Naval Comparison. body part. Naval belly button? Naval military. Let's, we'll do a real-time search here. Naval... It's a real interesting podcast this week. Oh, folks. yeah. <laughs> the navel, clinically known as the umbilicus, um, collectively or colloquially, colloquially known as the belly button or tummy button, is... Oh, Jesus, this is very involved. All placental mavel, oh, mammals yeah. have a navel. Placental mammals. Yeah. I love it. it sounds like we'll a new ATD that song. That's an after. Can that be an ATD song? Placental mammals? <laughs> Could be. It sounds like a band in itself. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> new band, yeah. Anyway. Placental mammals. Uh, are we good? Yeah. I think we're yep. good. Next ATD so, uh, show, March 17th there we at go. the Rickshaw. Nice. ATD, March 17th, Rickshaw. Bishop's Green, Dreadnoughts, and a couple other bands. I'm really sorry, but I can't remember them. Paddy Wagon, I'm pretty sure. Paddy Wagon, and I want to say Slip-Ons. You know what? Let me take a quick check here. I love that name, Slip-Ons. That's not Jono from... 
Uh, I don't believe so. I mean, he is in pretty much every fucking band that's going right now, but I don't think... shout out to John O'McGee from uh, Victoria there. And his new band, The Rival Gang. Rival Gang. played with in Victoria. Don't mess with them. They are fucking fabulous. (laughs) The Rival Gang. Fabulous punk band. Nice. And uh, Victoria in general. It's like our fucking second home, man. We get... We're really well received in Victoria, surprisingly. We've been there three times. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Got some good bands out there. Good bands, good promotion, good bands. If someone were it's a good to, place to go. look up your band or you personally, where would they find you? Me, um, Ben Von W, Facebook, Instagram. How do you spell that? Von W? B-E-N. B-E-N. V-O-N-D-U-B-Y-A. Did I call you Ben earlier and it's Ven? No, it's Ben. Sven. Oh, okay. It's Sorry. Ben. Sorry. 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 Ben I was like, hold on, did I fuck that up? Yeah, no, Ben yes. Mondalia, Facebook, yes. Instagram, um, ATD, a total disappointment, I think, uh, on Instagram, Facebook. I think the Bandcamp was just total.bandcamp or That's something. That's right, Bandcamp is total.bandcamp. Nice, that's early. Yeah, and then so we'll have that split once we get those The back. core and ATD split. The core and ATD It's going to hit hard. Split. It's going to hit hard. Yeah, should be good, should be good. And I couldn't have asked for a better other band to go How on a split you? with How a fucking fantastic band so yeah super happy about that so once that gets back to us we'll chuck that up on the band camp too um yeah fucking a brother can we get a clinkies on on camera my uh, camera your camera here let's do this one what do we got nice G-tone, where can people find you uh, my name is Guy David McDonald. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me, uh, my music that I've been uh, writing and recording. You can find that at uh, Kick Rocks Records, K-I-C-K-R-O-X-R-E-C-O-R-D-S dot C-O-M Skeeter slash merch. Oh. That's a lot of letters. <laughs> Nailed it. Punch that in. Punch that in and figure it out. I dare you to find that. <laughs> nice. All right. We'll make. Uh, how about we tell MD to put uh, that in the show notes? MD, you're gonna put that in the show notes. Only if he's gonna cut it out. Only if he cuts <laughs> my voice out. Fair enough. Right on. All right, Cheers, brother. Thank you. Thank you very me. much for joining us, Ben. Absolutely honored. Super, Thanks, uh, super good to uh, to learn a whole bunch about you. Now I know you a whole bunch better, and uh, everyone else does too. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank th- you. I'm thinking about just keeping the booze involved in the show. Yes. There's no way you had the fucking real Mackenzie's dudes on here and they weren't drinking. Oh, we did. There's oh, no fucking boy. way. That was a, it was that, a major, anyway, we'll it talk was about a major that one drunken after. show. But I wasn't here for that. Oh, I see. I was here. It's you. They stopped. Yeah, it's me. Oh, I fucked up. No. <laughs> it was just a little... It was a little... Uh, Hiccup. It was interesting. It was good. <laughs> I was going to say, I've seen the episode of Troy and that, and there's no way they weren't drinking. Oh, anyway. Anyway. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for having me. Cheers, everybody. Look up ATD.